That was fantastic, Rick! Yeah, Morty, if you like that. Boy, you're really gonna flip your lid over this one. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is it? It's a device, Morty, that when you put it in your ear, you can enter people's dreams, Morty. It's just like that movie that you keep crowing about. You talking about Inception? That's right, Morty. This is gonna be a lot like that, except, you know, it's gonna... Maybe it makes sense. After midnight We're gonna let it all hang out After midnight We're gonna chill up and shine Here we go! <laughs> My friend Kat Ward keeps telling me she doesn't know how I can cope with it all. Working the night shift, taking care of autistic children almost by myself during the day, the house chores, sleeping sometimes just three hours a day for an entire week. I gotta tell you, it's not easy, but your mind, at least mine, will come up with a defense mechanism. In my case, it's separating all the aspects of my life. Like, when I go to work, I don't think about anything that happened at home. My neighbor doing another record-setting for stupidity, the kids that were troublesome, nothing like that. I going to work, and all I think about is my job. Yeah, well, something else sometimes, but, you know, you know what I mean. I work. Almost. Pretty much. <clears throat> and when I walk out of work, as soon as I punch out, gone. Finish. Anything that happens at work, it's gone. It's over me, and it stays there until I come back for the next shift. Like a hockey player on the ice after a brawl, as soon as the game is over, it stays on the ice. You walk away, that's it. It's over. I don't carry the stress of everything that happens to me during a day. I just compartmentalize everything, and it's subconscious as a process. I don't really try to do that. My mind does it for me, I guess as a form of reprieve, as a way of telling me, okay, I'm going to help you, but please go to sleep. So when I do go to sleep, when I put my head on the pillow, I don't think about anything. I don't get stressed. I don't think about work. I don't think about the kids. I, I don't replay any argument in my head. I really, I close my eyes and I go to sleep. And I don't even have nightmares or night sweats or toss and turn. I sleep completely. And that helps a lot. I got to tell you, when you wake up rested, even if you slept just three hours, when you wake up rested and not after a, a rough night, then, well, rough night, rough day of sleep for me, I should say, then really your day is that much easier. So how do you sleep? Do you have nightmares, night sweats, tossing and turning? Do you experience sleep paralysis? I, I had that a few times. I still sometimes have that, I gotta admit. And in my case, it's not a demonic presence like a lot of people will feel, or alien abduction. It's, I hear somebody rummaging around the house, and I can't go check out what it is because I'm paralyzed, and the fear that comes with it, in my case, soon turns into rage. I'm so pissed off that I'm not moving, that it wakes me up. The anger wakes me up. So sleep paralysis is a freaky thing to go through, but it never lasts that long for me. It's never demonic, supernatural as an experience. Lucid dreaming, I got that once. I experienced that once, according to somebody who told me that the circumstances, everything that happened, was lucid dreaming. And it is really, really spooky. It is freaky. And I don't ever want to experience that again point is, today's topic is dreams. Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm an night shift worker, have been for the last 16 years, because during the day I take care of my two teenagers, who are both severely autistic. It leaves me very little time to do anything for myself, so I keep my sanity with one hobby, 
this one. Every week, I play five songs related to one specific topic. It is dreams today. First two songs. Enjoy.
Welcome to your nightmare, bitch! Oh, here we go! Holy crap! Looks like some sort of legally safe knockoff of an 80s horror character with miniature swords for fingers instead of knives. I'm Scary Terry! You can run, but you can't hide, bitch!
you've been listening to my podcast since the very first episode about death, then you'll be familiar with uh, this band, The Box. In that episode, I had played the song La Ferre du Moutier from the same album in 1986. This one is My Dreams of You. The album was called All the Time, All the Time, All the Time. One of my favorite Canadian bands, even though uh, a few weeks ago I did the episode about fame. There was a song called I Want to Pine, which was a French-Canadian song about French-Canadian artists who decided to go at it in English to try and make more money. The Box was their primary target on that. I still out of the band a lot, and the first three albums featured backing vocals of Sass Jordan. If you're not Canadian, she was really famous on her own as a solo artist in the late 80s and early 90s, and, uh, and now I think she coaches on some kind of Canadian Idol show, I don't know, something like that. Doesn't really sing anymore, but she had a fantastic career in the late 80s. Uh, before that... From the first album of when Roger Hodgson, he was, to those who don't know him, he was to Supertramp what John Lennon was to the Beatles. He uh, quit the band and in 1984 released his own album. This was the first single, actually the single that came out was a four-minute edit of that song, but I'm a purist, so I played you the entire massive seven-minute something song. I'm sorry if they didn't like Usually I, I leave the really long songs to the end of the episode, but I, I just needed to open with it. That That's the reason I made this team this week. I wanted to play Roger Hodgson in that episode. The song is noteworthy because Roger Hodgson plays most of the instruments in that song. I kid you not. That guy is really talented. And you kind of feel it. You kind of feel that it's really him playing everything. You have that feel that he really orchestrated it all and played it all. Beautiful song. It opened the first episode of an Amazon show called Red Oaks. Lasted only three seasons not too long ago with Craig Roberts, the British boy. Fantastic show. I really loved it. Takes place in the 80s and at the end of the first episode. That song closes it. If you have a chance, go check out the show. Really, really, really good. We interrupt this program to bring you... Podcast Posse. I feel like I've already lost this one. Once no, again, you might win it. Once again, we are putting you on trial, so Judge Judy of the East Coast is with us. Um, <laughs> look, it's, it's, a song, it's a song that's played so much, it's now sandpaper for the soul. That's what it is for me, all right? So um, let's go with Cat Ward. You selected uh, Eurythmics signature song from 1982. Rolling Stones magazine, during their 500 Greatest Songs of All Time, ranked it as number 346. And although it is one of the most popular or successful pop songs of the 1980s, it never reached number one in the charts. It was blocked by Total Eclipse of the Sun. Bonnie wow. Tyler blocked her. Pam, your argument, yeah. please. For Sweet Dreams? Yes. I think I think you mean Cat. I said Pam. Sorry. Oh. oh my gosh. Cat. <laughs> you <laughs> I, let me and do that again. Mulligan on that one. Cat, your argument in favor what? of Sweet Dreams by your mix. What's in your water bottle, Anthony? <laughs> it's it's actually water. <laughs> it's just water. <laughs> my cup has sweet dreams. Oh, where do I start? Loved, loved the videos. There was just so, the, the imagery, the cinematography in the Eurythmics videos were amazing. And she's an amazing singer. So how can you not like the song? And Marilyn Manson also covered it and it, it actually did a good job. That's not an argument in your favor, dear. <laughs> <laughs> At all. I did once write in an essay that Sweet Dreams is one of the most influential works of arts of the 20th century. 
Because for dozens of fans, it's not a song. It's a mantra. It's a way of life for them singing that song. So I will concede if the jury is in your favor. I will allow it. Your verdicts, please, Pam. Well, I actually, uh, Sweet Dreams, when I first heard it, I didn't understand the words. I just, because my first language is Spanish. So I, what really stuck was like the tempo and how creepy it was. But then I just grew to like the creepiness. And it's it's made me weird myself. So really, I I enjoy it, and yeah, I'd go with a yes. <laughs> it's made it's me the weird what? person I am now. <laughs> and that's why she's with Scott. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start on that, Scott. What's your verdict? Well, I, I hear that it's one of the most influential works of art. In oh, the fudge you! <laughs> Don't use my words against me. That's against the rule. So I feel like we should. You know, we should appreciate the art and, and you know, continue to serve it well and, and let it out there in the world. Okay, so the verdict is in favor of Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics, 1982. By the way, it charted in the U.S. in 1983. It took a whole year, and it was because of MTV. It's MTV that made this song as popular as it was. So you talked about the video. Yes, the video was in favor yep. of that. Oh, and if any, like, Gen, what is it, Gen Z, Gen Z are listening, MTV used to play music. I'm just telling you guys now. <laughs> Scott. Yes. Oh boy. Before before I sharpen my axe, I just <laughs> I'm going to present Exhibit A to the court, which is the very tweet that you sent me to let me know which song you had picked. Yeah. <clears throat> and I quote: "Sound of the Silence" by Simone and the other one. <laughs> yes. Either you hate that song yourself. <laughs> or you're very, very deeply constipated because it sounds like you can't give a shit. <laughs> no, it's because it's so popular, I knew you'd figure it out. <laughs> Please make a better argument and do it now. Okay, cool. Um, so you mentioned earlier on that it's the sandpaper to your soul. And I think sandpaper is a good thing because you know it gives us a chance to get down to another level to almost regrow ourselves it really refines us it really does refine us thank you <laughs> i also like it because i really like the show arrested development and it plays a lot whatever job is that something bad's about to happen to him so yeah i really like it and the disturbed <laughs> version is great yeah the disturbed version is amazing yeah. and the Mario Mario two version oh. is really good too oh yeah and the i've never heard that one i have oh. to look so, for so that why, why didn't you submit the, the disturbed version instead oh because i don't know i really prefer the original it's more haunting. More solemn. Yeah, it's, and it's more dreamy. <laughs> more dreamy. Like, like Zac Efron. It's so dreamy. <laughs> For what it's worth, let's go to the panel of judges. Pam, yes. what is your verdict? That song has actually been drilled into my head. <laughs> and now I enjoy it mostly because I see Job from Arrested Development's face in front of me whenever I hear it. It's kind of like, it's become the... um. Oh, that sad song that they play in Snoopy. Oh, yeah. Whenever Charlie Brown misses his chance at something. <laughs> it just, it's become that, so I, I, I cherish it. Cat Ward, what's so, your yes. verdict? I say yes, because it is a good song. I love this segment. This is my favorite <laughs> segment you've come up with. Let's um, go to the music while I bash my head on the wall a few times. Podcast Posse.
darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again because a vision softly. Hey there, uh, podcast listener. Bitchy the hamster here to let you know that the, the, the tape exploded. It, it just it died. I, 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 God, I, I'm so heartbroken over this. I, I, I can't play the song. I'm so sorry. We, we gotta go to the next song. Some of them want to get 
I cannot express enough how thankful I am to Podcast Posse for coming on with me every week to do this. Honestly, when I started this little podcast months and months ago, I had no dreams, ironically, that it could be this fun for me to do. I just wanted to do something to distract myself. And I ended up meeting great friends whom I absolutely love and having a tremendous time with them. And I, I keep saying I don't have a social life. They are my social life. I'm sorry if the pressure is on you guys. But honestly, I, I am filled with, with uh, gratefulness to them for doing this with me. And I hope we can keep doing this for a little while, at least. <laughs> or as long as you guys want. Their own podcasts are listed under the suggestions section of my homepage. The links are there for you to discover. Kath Ward is from the Paranormal Heart podcast, and Scott, of course, from the Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American. I guarantee you, you will not regret checking them out. Thank you so much for being with me this week. Let's go with the very final one. It's Mama Cass. I'd like to, to say a lot about her, but I'll just say this. It's not true that she was killed by a ham sandwich. She was eating and had a heart attack. That's why she had a piece of hand sandwich in her throat. One of the most beautiful voices to ever grace pop music. Cass Elliot, Dreamy Little Dream. Have a nice week. seem to whisper I love you birds singing in the sycamore tree dream a little dream of me say nighty night and kiss me just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me while I'm alone and blue as can be
there, podcast listener. Bitchy the Hamster here to let you know that there's no I in team, but there is one in iTunes. So use your eyeballs, go there, and leave an I review. No, it doesn't work. Do it anyway!